Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Decora Edit podcast. I am Julia and my guest today is Alberto, founder and creative director of Refer, a French upcycling brand with a strong mission, reinventing the meaning of luxury by creating unique pieces. We discussed his vision, how the journey of Refer began and the importance of uniqueness in the fashion industry. I started our conversation from a quote, we don't need more clothes, we need better clothes. And so, without any further ado, let me introduce you, Alberto. Well, uh, my name is Alberto uh, Annibali, I'm, uh, I'm Italian, uh, as you, and I'm, um, I'm, I'm the founder of uh, Refer, which is a, a French, uh, French brand. In, uh, in French, uh, Refer means uh, do it again, so it's a... Uh, it has a meaning. Actually, when I when I chose the name, I didn't choose the name. He came in and came to my mind like uh, like straight away, and I said, "This is the name. This is the. It's very straightforward. It means uh, exactly what I want to do." <clears throat> and actually, the the quote that you are talking about, it's um, it's a quote that uh, a friend of mine used to say all the times. It's something very interesting because we get used to to have lots of clothes. I mean, in every, not just the clothes, we need, uh, we need always more, more, more. We need a new computer, we need a new, new pair of shoes, we need this, we need that, we need. Uh, but in fact, we never, we never consider how important it is to have quality things instead of uh, quantity. This is, the, this is something that, uh, unfortunately, the, the mass market, the, the high street, uh, developed so we, we don't we don't actually uh, think like like it was back in the days to have quality things uh, like a very nice jacket a very nice pair of shoes even if you want to get more <clears throat> but choose for quality instead of quantity uh, this is something that I, I think I learned when I when I was a kid because <clears throat> my grandmother used to say uh, I make you like a very nice jacket I make you a very nice suit she was a seamstress so uh, she used to do when I was like 12, 13, that herself that are close to me. And this is, uh, she used to say, this is gonna, uh, it's gonna last for, uh, for at least like three, four years, maybe more, because if you don't get too, too, too big or too fat or whatever, you're gonna, you're gonna use it for, uh, for many years. And I was really happy to have this precious thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and actually that's why I started uh, start getting uh, fascinated by vintage, by, by the old, thing, old things, because they, they were one of a kind. They were something special that you really, uh, when you choose it, it's, you're gonna, it's gonna say, this is uh, the only piece that I, that I have. This is the only, sorry, this is like sort of a piece unique. So nobody else is gonna have this. And this is really well made because it's from the 60s, 70s and everything. So I start getting, uh, giving value to, to clothes. That's why this, this quote come, comes to my mind when I um, came to my mind when I, when I decided to, to, to get into this adventure. And I said, actually we need a, doesn't matter the quantity because of course, if you have a big budget, you can have more, more clothes. But the, the most important thing is to go back to the, to the roots and start picking very, very nice clothes, like well done material, uh, quality material. And uh, I guess it's, uh, it's something that young people, they start getting used to because um, mm. I'm not really young, but I, uh, sometimes I hang out with young, very young guys, like uh, 21, 25. They are like, uh, the, the, not, not a millennium, the generation. Gen Z. Gen Z, okay. Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> More or yes, less your yes. 
Yeah, they're probably younger. younger, probably a bit younger. And it's that I think it's nice to see that kind of shifting the, you know, the consumer behavior. And mm-hmm. if I have yeah. to think maybe my generation there, I think I fit more onto the millennials where we mm-hmm. literally had saw all this fast fashion movement mm-hmm. from start till yeah. till now. And our mindset is still probably there for the majority of us. Uh, yeah. But it's yeah. nice to see these new generations really pushing for mm-hmm right we we need to do something about this fashion system because it's just not yeah. right and as you yeah, said really this sure. going back to to the roots and to this like tailor-made pieces that's the real mm-hmm. value of exclusivity and having pieces that really are yours and no one else has and that's that's yeah. amazing like it was in the back in the days that mm. I, I remember I mean not not me personally because I wasn't there but I remember when I when I was studying fashion uh, people uh, on the books, there was uh, was written that people that used to come to Paris or later to, to, to Italy yeah. to have uh, couture dresses done. Basically, mm-hmm. they, they, they flew <laughs> over US, over uh, whatever country was, to get uh, their dress made a measure, uh, exclusive for them on uh, choosing the, the, their color, choosing uh, their, their details and everything. So the great, the great couturier of, uh, of all times, they used to work like that. Yeah. I think we, we, I'm not sure we, we can come back there, but I think we can, we can find a new way to, to, to get inspired by, by those, those times mm-hmm. and, uh, and start again to produ- produce local because it's very important, I think, uh, especially um, because ev- nowadays every country has its, its own production. I mean, USA has its own production, France has its own production, Italy, of course. Europe and everything. So why going to the opposite side of the world to make uh, your collection produced and then come back? This is also a waste of uh, energy, a waste of, uh, unfortunately, the, the, the um, how do you say, the, the CO2. So this yes. is uh, pollution that mm-hmm. go, goes in, uh, in the environment, into the sky. And these are little things that people, they don't really realize. But when I start talking about this, uh, especially people my age, they say, they say, oh, yeah, actually, I never thought about it. And that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's another thing, the, the other side, because we can have uh, amazing thing produced in Far East. They have, a, they have a great tradition as well. But why, if we are in, a, for example, in Europe, we have to go back there, down there to, to have a, I mean, I, I understand the, um, uh, the economy has to move, but I think uh, for small small brands, I think it's very important to start come back to. I have friends that they say, "Why you you don't do that in, in China or in, in Far East or in, uh, in other countries? They are really cheap." And I said, "But I don't want to do cheap. I want to do uh, great quality. And first of all, I don't want to transport, you know, the all the, the pieces all over the world because." That's already the, the uh, one transportation, which is um, when you send because uh, with the online. We still, uh, we still don't know how, how to manage, but we have to send online because uh, unfortunately for the moment, this is the only way to, to sell because uh, we don't, we don't travel a lot. So yes, that's it's a, a process. Yeah. There is a, I found out there are uh, the um, sustainable packaging. So you can do something on, uh, regarding the packaging. You can use recycled plastic or bio biodegradable plastic. Uh, or paper, recycled paper. So really, I, I found out uh, there is another universe, <laughs> a parallel universe, which is uh, great because they have uh, the, the packaging is great. You can have everything you want. 
and uh, in, in, on the top of it, you have the quality and, uh, and you have the sustainability, which is very important. Yes, I think that's this, this is great because you can extend mm -hmm. not just sustainable product, but also yeah. like a 360 degrees sort of mm -hmm. way of business model, having that business model, which is great. So going mm -hmm. back to, to your brand, I saw that you just mm -hmm. published uh, the two years birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the amazing. Latest. How did you how did it all start it? <laughs> It's, uh, I can't believe it's already two years, uh, but actually, I mean, two years ago, I had a, uh, I have a, I can say I have a nerves breakdown. I was working for a, for a company in, in France and I was really stressed because of the rhythm of work and we are, we were really, really pressed. And uh, I realized that this this wasn't uh, make me make me happy. I wasn't happy about what I was doing. I wasn't happy about the product. I wasn't happy about the the, the way I was working. I was trying to uh, in a way to recycle because uh, I suggest many times. Why don't you uh, recycle this on that? Or we can do like limited edition. Oh, no no no, it's not possible. We don't we don't work like that. Da, da, da. So I said to myself one day, okay, just just stop this. I don't want to do that. Uh, I take a risk to, to go on solo and uh, start again uh, with a personal project with, which I really feel, as, a, as I like to say, I want to, I want to wake up in the morning and be happy about what I'm doing, even if I'm struggling, because of course uh, I'm alone uh, as many other, let's say, young designers. Mm -hmm. And on the top of it, <laughs> last year we had, uh, we had this, um, this situation uh, that is it doesn't make a uh, doesn't make uh, easy it doesn't uh, especially imagine. for for beginners because yeah. uh, the, the big company is struggling but uh, at the end of the day they are they are covered they have a uh, they have a, of course a big budget they have their networking so they can they can anyway uh, survive but I uh, I actually witnessed uh, many many closing uh, in Paris I, I used to have three four stores. And unfortunately, one uh, has closed. The other one uh, start getting uh, into the um, uh, e-commerce, and the other one uh, transformed into a showroom or something. So basically, <laughs> and they were like very young, like three, four years old. So, so I'm not talking about uh, the, the establishment, uh, you know, the, the established uh, stores. So this is why I, I start uh, start to do this, and I. Uh, everything started from, I can say, from a silk square because <laughs> I didn't have uh, fabrics. I couldn't buy, you know, as uh, we used to do in, uh, in fashion, we, we need to buy minimum fabrics, which is 100, 200 meters per color, per print and everything. So I said, what can I, what can I do with, uh, how can I realize the, the pieces? And uh, I used to have boxes of, uh, of silk scarves that I carry with me everywhere, uh, London, Italy, when I came here. Because I uh, I was always uh, I was collecting them and I was attached to them. There were also some uh, some scarf from my grandmother because uh, she used to love them, so she gave it to me. Before before she died, she died, She said she gave to me. She gave it to me all the the, the silk square from you know these brands uh, from the 50s, 60s. <laughs> so I started to check on the on this box and I said, okay, I can use this. This is uh, something. So I started recreating, you know. Bring, uh, how do you say, uh, start doing something uh, at home by myself. And I realized that that, that was a good start for, for me to say, okay, this is, uh, this is something personal, something that I really like. So I found out uh, a small laboratory uh, in, uh, in Paris. 
because other thing uh, I wanted to make uh, in France, absolutely. So I start to take in, uh, you know, appointments and uh, vision all the people and uh, check that the, the, the be not the best quality, but I mean, the one they were capable to do this because of course, uh, fashion is not really easy uh, in terms of um, quantity, because when you do, for example, when you, when you produce something, you need to ensure that uh, you can produce 100 pieces, 200 pieces, 400 pieces to have a, to have a prize. And this wasn't my case because unfortunately I couldn't uh, I couldn't produce uh, many pieces. So I said, okay, let's let's try. And I found a small laboratory that it works really pretty much uh, by hand because uh, they they are really small, and they they love that and say, okay, we can do it. We can do from one piece to ten to hundred. It doesn't matter. We're gonna work with you. We like the project. So we start uh, doing some samples and. Uh, I was, uh, I was very happy about the quality and they, they really get <clears throat> what I wanted. Actually, a couple of times, the girl who is, uh, who is following me uh, with all the production uh, said, I'm sorry, I, I took a, I, uh, I had to say, um, I, I decided to cut the scarf in another way because I found out there was a stain uh, right. and I said, I'm sorry. So we, we, we started getting, getting along because she, she really got what I, what I wanted to do. And it was really interesting because uh, when I when I used to go to the to the to the studio to work together to place the pattern uh, because every piece is, is basically uh, cut by hand. You can do uh, as in um, in the fashion we do we do uh, we call a mattress. So we do uh, 10, 15 layers of fabrics of mm -hmm. the same fabric, and then you put the pattern and then you cut with laser. So this is the industrial, um, uh, to say the industrial way. Yeah. But then uh, I couldn't do that because every scarf is different. So she started cutting by hand. And actually she said, this is, uh, this is something like couture. You know what, I, you know what you're doing? It's like, yeah, and I think this is what I want to do. Yes, <laughs> so that's I why mean, it is. That's, if, if you do, that's how you add the extra sort of, the, yeah. the, you give importance to, 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 first of all, to the labor that the people obviously yeah. put into the work, but also mm -hmm. the final product, because obviously yeah. if something is mass produced, it can't be as unique or as done properly as when I you know, just no. really put everything into, into one. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that, that, that's important. The main thing. <clears throat> and how is your technique or how your style for for the brand developed since that first trial that you did at home till now well uh i work from home as many people yeah. <laughs> and uh i prepare basically the one of the most important things for me is the sourcing because uh it's not easy to source uh seal squares seal squares they must be a certain uh, dimension because of course uh, they have to fit the model the, the pattern they have to be, uh, of course, a certain pattern that I like. So uh, it's not easy to find interesting design, mm -hmm. even if every every square is really beautiful. But it's not easy to find. You know, the you need to check the, the quality of the print. Sometimes the quality is very low, and I don't, and I don't want to use it. So even if the design is beautiful, but then you check the quality, and it, it's no, it's not really interesting. Then of course they have to they have to be 100% silk. Uh, so we have quality uh, conditions conditions because sometimes you find amazing square scouts. I found even uh, some of them, uh, the, my, the major brands, mm -hmm. but unfortunately they were, they had stains, they have uh, little yarns, uh, little holes. And I said, okay, this is a no, this is a no. So it's a long process to, to get this. 
Another thing is to look for um, um, look for, uh, for uh, fabrics in the market. I like mm -hmm. to uh, I like to use also uh, curtains, old curtains. So th there is luckily in Paris um, um, a market um, flea market which is um, which is called uh, Lepus. It's sort of uh, I don't know maybe Camden. No, it's not Camden. It's actually really a fleece market, so you find everything uh, vintage. Right. And I, I have my little suppliers, the little, uh, the, the, the old ladies that they know me, and they put on the side uh, things that uh, they, I can like it. And um, actually, they have uh, ribbons, they have lace, they have uh, old curtains. You know the, um, the these curtains from the, the very, very fancy houses. Sometimes, yeah, the quality is really high because it's silk. It's not, it's not really polyester like today. Or it's mm -hmm. cotton, or it's, the quality is very high, and even the, the the texture is really beautiful. So, I go there, and uh, and every let's say every Saturday or every Sunday, I have a have a look around. And this is uh, people think uh, that you, you, this is a job you do Monday to Friday, but actually I work Sunday, Monday, uh, holiday. Doesn't matter when. <laughs> but that's when how it I, is when, when, I, when it's your passion, right? When you really enjoy yeah. what you're doing, you don't. You're yeah. not there counting the hours because it's exactly just come I don't naturally. Stop at seven. This is seven. No, I don't stop working at the weekend. The weekend. Oh, actually, there is a market, so I have to go. <laughs> so, even if it's cold, yesterday one day it was snowing. So I don't care. I need to go because tomorrow I have to do something. I have to. Uh, I have to bring uh, these things and that. So I need buttons. So let's go there. And I spent a couple of hours into this uh, sort of depot, uh, warehouse, and they have uh, amazing buttons, uh, all of the hardware and uh, buttons and um, gallons and things from the army, from the 50s, 60s. They have the, the old couture, they have the incredible things, ribbons in silk that today I think they don't even produce anymore. <laughs> wow, that, that's amazing, so that's amazing. It, yeah, it was really... It's so, uh, I don't know, inspiring. And at the same time, it's so relaxing for me. It's like, uh, like, like doing yoga. <laughs> and I find my peace. Yes, <laughs> and yes. And I know I'm doing something good. <laughs> and um, so, as you mentioned before, your source, everything locally. So everything is sourced in Paris. Yeah. You produce everything yeah. in Paris. And mm -hmm. uh, what is the most difficult part that you found? Uh, I think uh, sometimes it's very difficult when I when I prepare, let's say, a collection uh, to give. Um, um, as I as I uh, mean as I as I use as I always say, uh, I don't choose what I want to do, but I, I decided what I have to do after uh, found the things. So I have to mm. yeah I have to buy many things. Doesn't matter. They have to be in a in a way beautiful and I have to put in there and then I have to select uh, and see what uh, which pieces they make in history because this is a uh, in the in fashion usually that you do the, your mood board what you want to do you do this and then you pick, you pick up the color you produce your own color meaning wasting uh, water and everything so you have to produce you want to produce uh, your own prints so you have to do the tasting and you have to try and then you know there's a long process so uh, as I as I uh, I call this brand uh, a brand with no ego because I don't want uh, I'm trying to do uh, not what I like what I feel what I need because I'm a creative blah 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 but on the on the opposite what I find in the market what can I do 
uh, what I'm capable to do uh, with those things that I, so I try to put together and I say, um, as soon as I see something which is uh, interesting, I say, this is a story, oh, this is interesting. So yeah, if I could, I really play play with that. And uh, that make, makes me happy because I don't really do what I was doing before. So wasting mm -hmm. lots of, I remember, and this is another another word which is really bad in the in fashion business today, was in the waste. Yes. Not just wasting uh, clothing because we're talking about four billions or something uh, clothes. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's insane. Talking mm -hmm. about fabrics, and I remember uh, we used to waste uh, three, four, sometimes thousand meters of fabrics because the color was cancelled by the, uh, the the marketing. Oh, we don't like this color. It doesn't sell, so cancel. So, but we have already ordered three hundred meters. No, but this is not selling. The the the, the season. Uh, this was, for example, for a uh, you know for uh, some uh, wool or something. The winter after, as I used to say, oh, how about we produce? We are gonna use this? Oh no no no, this uh, this didn't sell last year, so we don't do this. So we, what are we gonna do with that? Are we gonna sell it for like you know uh, in a stock? So I remember they used to sell fabric we, we bought for 30, 40 euros per meter. We used, they used to sell for like two meter, two euros, three euros to stock, to warehouse. And wow. I was like, what you waste? So that's, that's <laughs> So where how, would they sell it to? Uh, to the warehouse. Actually, there are some, um, um, I don't know, they are yeah, properly warehoused. So they right. buy for, for a very cheap price and they sell to, you know, to small they sell to cut, uh, they cut in uh, three, four meters and they sell to the, the stores that uh, they say like, uh, you know, the cuts for the for people who like to do tailoring at home. Right. So I found out, uh, I remember this, uh, this person uh, and I call him and say, hey, <laughs> are you still doing this? Yeah, but is this just for companies? No, no, we, we actually it's for, uh, for people, it's not for company. But, uh, so, okay, uh, <laughs> so I booked an appointment and I went there and I find Paradise because I found silk, uh, the best fabrics from Italy. So everything was stocked in uh, here in France. Yes. Actually, it's not really far from Paris. So I was there and I was like, okay, <laughs> now let's do shopping. And That's I was so amazing. happy because I, yeah, I could buy the amazing fabrics for, for a very cheap price. Not because uh, I wanted to make a mark on it, because mm -hmm. I, of course, but because uh, in this way, uh, and this is another technical side, you, you need to care. Uh, as um, the manufacturing, it will be more expensive because we're talking about uh, one-of-a-kind pieces. You need to find a balance, of course, with the fabrics because otherwise the price is going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. So you you have to, of course, uh, find uh, you don't want to um, renounce to uh, quality. So this is a uh, let's say the business side. You need to be careful to buy fabrics. You need to put the budget on your fabric. It has to be really high quality to balance the price of the manufacturing. So this is another thing you have to be really careful because uh, when, you're work, when you work for a big company, sometimes you don't care. That's why the, 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 the clothing uh, are very expensive because the fabric is expensive. Then they have the, the, their march, uh, I think it's the right word, uh, march, the, the markup, sorry. Mm -hmm. Then they put the markup, which is really high. And then this plus this plus this, the price is like, uh, a coat uh, which cost uh, I don't know 200 euros done with a you know uh, uh, labeled and everything in the in the store could cost 2,000 3,000 because you need to have all these things. Yeah. So I'm trying to cut all these uh, these expenses and uh, really concentrate on the quality. Uh, in this way, I try. Uh, I mean, I, I think I, I get uh, a nice price for a very good product. 
in a in a good quality. So I try to balance. Some people say, "Ah, they are really expensive." Said so they are not expensive because if you think that a silk top uh, for women, you pay made in uh, I don't know, uh, like made in China, uh, in white, you pay like three hundred euros. And uh, my items, they are not they don't even go to three hundred euros, and they are handmade and they are made in Paris. So there's something uh, people they they have to be educated to this. And uh, yes, little by little, it's getting there because uh, I have friends that stop completely buying a uh, high street because mm -hmm. they, they say, okay, if I need to be even underwear, especially for men, they said, okay, if I need to get underwear, I want to wear underwear made in France with organic cotton. So they are really, they become really picky in this. And I'm really happy because before they were like sort of uh, branded, you know, the branded underwear, I want this, I want that. What is cool now? They're looking for uh, exclusively for uh, t-shirts made in France, organic cottons made in Europe. They don't buy anything. They really start checking the label where it's made. Uh, organic cotton, yes, no, how it's made, and and, uh, and everything. So it's really um, uh, it's interesting uh, to do that. It's good to see. I think it's good to yeah. see that slowly we're as, as consumers. I'm I'm talking as a consumer here. Uh, we're able to educate ourselves. I think. Yeah the the activism that it's it's happening around the, the fashion industry is is certainly working because it's putting a different eye a different perspective on the fashion industry and we have as a consumer endless resources available to to yeah. to research and to and to feed and and really learn and so mm -hmm. um, i also think that the big names in fashion are not perceived yeah. in the same way as they used to uh, because mm -hmm. all of these news that we see out there, the manufacturing processes, business models, mm -hmm. and, and so on. And we, we're starting to value really what you guys are doing, like really yeah. small businesses, source, local sourced, and, and all of that. And it's so mm -hmm. important because as, we were, as you were mentioning before, back in the days, the, the role of the designer was local and people yeah. used to fly yeah. to the designer to get what the designer was offering and now it's, yeah. it's so different and he mm -hmm. lost the essence and the um, i don't know the the idea of the designer completely mm -hmm. and uh, it's, 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 it's so great to start to to see people really changing yeah. the, the the mindset and the behavior towards shopping it's, and, and, and on top of it i'm i'm, I'm actually meeting some people they are working uh, in the same way. Uh, this is thanks to um, uh, actually the uh, I get in contact with uh, two guys that they they found a marketplace which is called Rainer, where RainerUpcycling.com. Uh, they are really really great because they are very young, very um, into the upcycling, recycling, and uh, sustainable fashion, and they are really full uh, full of ideas and creative. So they 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 create these and they they actually helping a lots of brands. They, they, they scout some brands, uh, mm -hmm. local brands, so uh, from Paris, most of them, but uh, they, they go every, everywhere in France because they actually want to create this, this uh, big um, uh, marketplace for upcycling uh, from the moment made in France with sustainable uh, fabrics, with sustainable, everything has to be in a, in a way, in this way, sustainable. So manufacturing has to be done in, uh, in France, for example, because they have to be, well, the, the people working, they have to be well-paid, da, da, da. So they check all this and they are really great because they, a couple of times they did a cocktail together and they introduce each other. So I was really happy to meet these people. And I actually, 
I felt like in a being part of, of a factory because there's no um, uh, challenge between us. There were, we all we all do the same thing because we are, we want to go there. So doing, uh, let's say we call a on a, there is an hashtag on Instagram fashion revolution, which is in a way something like uh, something like that. Yeah. And we, we like each other, so uh, we follow each other and we, we, we actually follow each other because in what we're doing, and um, there's no, how do you say, uh, no challenge. Uh, I actually there's no like ego. that. <laughs> it's, it's like a community, you all support each other yeah. and it should be like that, it should be like that. Uh, and that's why all of these businesses are, it's kind of like the, the essence is fading away because you can reach or you can, target profit up to mm -hmm. a certain extent when you start yeah. to compromise so many things people's well-being and and so on it just you know it's not gonna last and so yeah. you guys are creating this community su community supporting each other it's uh it's just making you stronger it, it will take mm -hmm. time but i think there's already as you said like a revolution going on so people yeah, yeah. are aware are perceptive and it, it's great yeah but this is the i mean the it's fun uh, because uh, I think <laughs> I used to call my, I'm the grandpa of uh, most of them because uh, they are really young and uh, most of them, they're really young and uh, they're really talented. So it's fun because they they are fascinated by me because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm older than them. So I, sometimes I tell them, oh, back in the 90s, I, I used to wear these and they're like, oh, the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> I know you were born, but back in the 90s, I used to get dressed like you. <laughs> <laughs> and just this is what I was wearing <laughs> and they say oh this is too cool to, to know because you know what uh, yeah you've been through the east and I never been to and sometimes they say oh this is so 95 this is so 2000 I was like oh god <laughs> but <laughs> it's fun because they they go in the in the, in the vintage uh, markets and uh, you know to buy the in the charities with this is our place <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look at this, this is 2002, 2003, I was, oh God, I was, I was already like, <laughs> it's like when I, when we were young, when I was young, I was just, oh, this is so 60, this is so my grandmother. And now it's the and 90s. And everything. They say the same thing. So uh, it's fun because there is also uh, exchanging energy because uh, I like working with a very young, with younger because uh, they have a good energy and, um, they see things in a different way, so they help me to see well, to see things nowadays in their way, and it's important. And plus, I can I can put my experience and my say my vision and what I've done before. So, put together, it's really interesting, and I like to get into their world because uh, I understand what they like. Uh, and actually, I understand when I when I was a kid, when I was 19, 20, when I, I wanted to be a rebel. I said, "Oh, that's why." I, I wanted to be a rapper, but uh, we were the same. So they basically, what I'm, I find uh, not really attractive today for fashion. I don't like it. It's really, it's ugly. But actually, it's not ugly. It's new for them. Yeah. So it's something to be to feel rebel. And I said, yeah, but we didn't dress up very, very, very cool in like back in the nineties. But now it's cool. So uh, it's a process. I mean, it's it a, it's a circle. So this is uh, the other, the other side of a. Uh, let's say, of meeting all these people, uh, being together in a, a sort of factory. <laughs> We're yeah. all going the same direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And if there is something that you would like to see more in the fashion industry, what would it be? Uh, sustainability, yes, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind. I would like to see 
uh, more personality because uh, this is something um, I have to say, this, when I was young, uh, I was waiting for the fashion shows because there were lots of brands. Every brand was different. Jean-Paul Gaultier, Versace, Armani, Valentino, and Dior, everything was different. Uh, and we were waiting for these because everyone has his own personality. What I would like for fashion now, it's uh, to start getting back to that, the roots for each brand and start uh, really living your own world. I don't mind the work of a couple of brands. One is Italian and it's very famous. I don't know if I can say it now, but <laughs> we all know each other. We, we, we all know it's Gucci. I mean, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't very fan of uh, what, uh, what he was doing before, but I have to say that uh, the creative director, he really did something amazing. He said, I want to do what I, what I am, what I like, uh, what I've always been. And I actually, I know him uh, when he was, I mean, we almost have the same age. And he was always like that. So he didn't do something, oh, this is cool, this is fashion, and we need to do that. Is this, uh, this is what I am, I do this. And actually, he started, uh, he was at first, I think, the, the first one to go into this direction, to do something personal and doing, this is, uh, this is what I am, this is what I, what I like. And people start following him because, you know, he was the first one to put a uh, uh, evening, uh, not evening gowns, sorry, uh, uh, women's, uh, women's dresses on the men. Yeah, yeah. And not, yeah. He wasn't the first one, but now he was the first one to, to start doing this. And people uh, start following him because it's something uh, to get, uh, um, how do you say, it's a way to be personal. So for I sure, hope for sure. uh, fashion business, uh, fashion brands, they will be back to be very personal and don't copy each other because I have to say, as I was working for, for companies, they used to say, oh, we need to do that style because uh, that brand sells, so this is the style we need to do now. We need to do this kind of bag because this is the bag it's selling now. But, so, but if uh, that brand is doing already, why we don't want to do it our way? It's going to be a copy with an, uh, another logo <laughs> put on the, on the top of it. So it's, it's just the same. So. People come to our brand because they want uh, they want that. So if you if you give something different, and actually it didn't it didn't work. It was always like that. If you, if you try to copy people. The the brand where I was working was really small, but people were affectionated to that style. So if you try to to get it more into the trends, modern and everything, they didn't like it. They wanted they wanted the same thing. They want the color. They want prints because this is uh, this is what you expect from a. Uh, they were this is what, what they were expecting, so I hope that we we be back uh, to 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 be personal and uh, of course sustainable, yeah. and don't think about too much global because mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess this is another thing that ruined uh, the fashion business. Be global. I mean, do you how many bags uh, you want to sell? The problem is that the company they are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's the problem. So mm -hmm. they have to make money to, to pay uh, all the, the people that are working. And this is another, another thing. So I think it's, a, it's, a, um, it's really difficult to, to judge because of course uh, I'm nobody to judge this. But to be honest, uh, back in the days, as I was saying, the big fashion houses, they were like uh, 200 people, 300 people, there maybe 10 people. And uh, mm -hmm. they were like uh, the designer, the assistant, the muse, or this people, the, the the CEO and then, like, then they, the seamstress, the people that were working there, the pattern cuts and that's it. And they were doing everything. So, <clears throat> and they were making money. So doing amazing things. So why, 
Now it's, it's all about reaching more markets yeah. and just growing exponentially. Yeah. But I think you can just grow up to a certain extent. I, yeah. I, I don't believe in the fact that you can grow forever. You will get the time where something is not just not going to work anymore and yeah, you will yeah, have to change it. something. And I think globalization um, has been having really good things has been really mm -hmm. really important but has had his own not so good things also yeah. uh yeah. i think it's great when when you when you said that we need more authenticity for from brands and mm -hmm. globalization and mixing cultures that i think i consider it, it's amazing for that mm -hmm. but when it comes to compromising quality compromising um people involved into the the chain the supply chain that's just that's just not right and the whole thing no. should should be put into a different a different perspective and hopefully yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see it but things are moving things are moving yeah, so yeah. hopefully i know i mean i used to say if if i want to let's say make money or you know uh survive live with uh, with my work I think everybody who's working with me for me or they, they doing my you know they, they they work in the same but they 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 have to be they have to be living the right uh, the right way like me I mean uh, and this is another thing that uh, you know that, that there was a, a big issue for uh, for people that I got paid 50 cents for for a pair of jeans mm -hmm. to have the price uh, cheap price in a department store for to you know to to have a jeans costing 20 euros, 25 euros. But this has a cost. We might gonna pay less, but someone else is gonna pay even <laughs> less. Yes, yes, So that, that, uh, that's not right because um, these people, poor people, they work in, of course, if you get 50 cents per, per one pair of jeans, you, of course you have to work a lot to, uh, to make your day because you have, uh, you know, you have kids to feed and everything. So you have to work a lot and then this is not right. Because here in Europe, in the Western country, at 6 p.m., okay, it's 6 p.m., bye, see you tomorrow. And these poor <laughs> people, sometimes they have to work, make shifts, uh, working at night to make money. And this is uh, to make money to survive, not to, you know, to enjoy life and have a lifestyle, to survive. Yeah. Yeah. This is not really good. Honestly, yeah. this is making me sick sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I think to, to wrap it up, uh, where can people find you? Uh, of course, the, my, my website, so uh, www.referparis.com. Uh, 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 <laughs> I still have some French. It's uh, there, there is the online store. And then on uh, rainer-upcycling.com, uh, Rainer which is the, this uh, marketplace. So for now, I try to be exclusive in these two, two places. And uh, we'll see. I would love to have uh, to open a store, but now <laughs> it's really difficult. But... This is in a, in a future project. Uh, I would love to have the really like uh, create a little world where you can get there uh, and uh, find everything and then, you know, have fun and uh, play, with, play with things and uh, find uh, this universe that I'm trying to, to create. So this is for now. And you can follow me on Instagram, refer-paris, uh, 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 no, sorry. Yeah, refer-paris, uh, what else? This is, uh, I'm not really social networking. I just do the, the basic because I, uh, I don't like to be everywhere. So yeah. I try to stay uh, faithful to these two, three. Yes, but it's important to have a digital yeah. presence these days. Yeah, yeah, so it's important. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with anyone who might be interested as it would really help to spread the message out there. And I will see you back here in the next episode.